All right, hey guys, welcome to another fun-filled podcast from the Cleveland Moto Boys. We got a small podcast tonight. Uh, to my immediate left is Steve. <laughs> Dustin! I, I almost forgot my name. I was having so much fun out there, I couldn't even remember my name. <laughs> and? Oh, wait, wait. I, I have to let my giant erection go subside a little bit oh, so I can God. think. Get some blood back. One, the only Johnny Chrome. Hello, folks. What I'm going to. So I'll let and you guys. Humble narrator, of course. Humble narrator, Phil Waters. What we're going to tell you is. We, um, we've been having this thing with the podcast where before we record the podcast, we try to play with some stuff. And today was a major, major play day because yesterday we, yesterday we got our first shipment of zero motorcycles here at the shop. And, and we don't mean that as a number. Yeah, we got the zero <laughs> brand electric motorcycles uh, made in America. And, you know, we've. I think it. We've all tested zero motorcycles over the past several years. Some further, long ago than others, but the uh, they came out. They they demoed the bike for us, and they are so much improved over even where they were last year that we are absolutely in love. And today we uh, we have the DS, which is the thirteen point one. So we're going to start talking about some numbers, and so we don't lose everybody. I would like to have. Uh, I'd like to set up some ground rules about the way electric motorcycles are classified. And because we're all very used to our motorcycle doses, our motorcycle lifestyle, coming to us in 250 cc's, 500 cc's, 1,000 cc's. And 38 foot-pounds of torque. <laughs> right. And those are numbers, well, they don't, and that's really, I think that, I think that that might be the future standard, maybe, I don't know. But when I tell you today you showed up on a uh, 185cc motorcycle. A 250, XT250. You brought an XT250. Yeah. So today you showed up on an XT250 motorcycle. Steve's riding a, a Yamaha from 1972, four, what? what is that? It's, a, oh, it's an 80. 80. Yeah, it's an 80. 80. Wow, that's the end of the era. So yeah. they stayed like that for a long right, time. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a very old design. So they were they were getting extra mileage out of that bike by the eighties, but <laughs> right. I'm talking about the company that just brought the SR four hundred back out. Correct. That's true. <laughs> yeah. No, we're Yamaha. No design is ever truly dead. Uh, hey, remember that thing we sold thirty years ago? Bring it back out again. The hipsters will love it, and they do. But I, so there's a problem because if if Steve says he showed up today on a two fifty. We have certain preconceived notions. We go 250. We know that's not a very fast bike. Even if it were a 250 Ninja, it's still not a very fast bike. We immediately draw pictures in our head of it being an entry-level motorcycle of limited capacity. I'm leaving on, on an FX, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, Steve, break it down for us. When we're looking at a, a zero motorcycle, and from the outside of the motorcycle, now I know if somebody shows up in front of the shop, I can read some numbers on the side of the bike. Now, granted, maybe a uh, maybe a fucking ninja like a ninja two fifty. Looks, you, you've just found a fascinating shaped. You've got, you found a penis shaped, deformed penis mutant shaped dandy corn twisty. All right, all right. The easily I'm easily amused. You're I'm easily sorry. distracted. Okay, so we see, you know, a lot of motorcycle companies have worked really really hard to make the ninja two fifty look like a ninja six hundred. 
right? They've worked really, really hard to make the Honda CBR250 look a lot like an Interceptor or CBR600. They've, in fact, taken a lot of the nomenclature off of the sides of the bike. It doesn't have the word 250 printed on the side of it in giant fucking four-inch tall letters. So you can kind of sneak it into your buddies and, like, maybe that's a 600. Maybe it's a 1,000. I don't know. When you're looking at these electric motorcycles from the side, all I see is the motorcycle says 0SR. The only other number that's on it is on the battery case, and the battery case happens to say 13.1. So what is the 13.1 Which, is, which mean? isn't necessarily an impressive-sounding number to nope. me. I no, mean, no, I'm no, used no. to seeing motorcycle numbers. You know, 1,300. You yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's basically just the capacity of the battery. So I think this is going to take away the, uh, like, 600,000, 250. Right. That doesn't even count anymore. The only thing that you're looking at now is range. Right. And each bike... And that's not a, printed on the side of the bike. No, and the range... But the, but you could determine the range by that 9.8, <clears throat> like the SR or the DSs, uh, the dual, dual sports. sports. Yep. That would be funny if the model numbers for the bikes were the range. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, the 0145. Okay, yeah. well, let's talk about this because... We all experience the same thing in here, and we'll, we'll touch more on this as the podcast goes along. We're going to try to cover everything that we experience. It's going to be hard, because right now, every single person sitting around this table, and a couple of people that aren't here right now, are super-duper excited about the experience they just had less than an hour ago. Now, we learned that the dirt bike, the FX, the FX, even in eco mode, with both batteries installed, you can remove the, the batteries are modular. With both batteries installed in eco mode, it picks the front wheel up and fucking is gone. Like, gone instantaneously. The lowest horsepower bike that we rode tonight right. would blow away a 1,000. I agree. I agree. Yeah. In a 0 to off 60, line, yeah. literally in an off-the-line standoff, there are very few motorcycles I've ridden in my life that are as fucking quick. And I use the term quick. Like, quick, like being shot out of a fucking cannon. Quick as in... Don't you dare whack it full throttle from a dead stop, or it's just going to loop you. Mm -hmm. And we've all experienced that. And some of us are bigger than others of us. I mean, we're not all the same size person. And the fact that, you know, Johnny Chrome is out there with the front wheel in the air. Going past the shop. Going past the shop at a 20 mile an hour (laughs) clip. And that's not just out of the hole. That's already going 20. Crack the throttle. Front wheel comes up in the air. Exactly. I was. That's exactly. I was slowing down, looking for single, looking for something that under twenty, not right. looking for nineteen, eighteen, whatever. Right. And rolling back on. And it just picked the front wheel right the fuck up. Yes, it did. And that's hard <laughs> to do on a decent number of the vast majority of motorcycles, right? Especially now. Well, you got to be in the right gear without cheating, without yeah. dropping a gear, feeding the clutch, spooling it up, and dumping the clutch. In my opinion, yeah. that's cheating. Mm-hmm. You can't cheat on these bikes. It was doing. I was doing. I was. I was doing that obviously before I came past here. Um, if you, as you just said, cheat, right. if you blip it once or twice and bounce it, bounce it. I was getting it to do it all the way up into thirty miles an hour. It, it'll oh. bounce and come up. Like, but just to just to slow down and straight roll yeah. it. My under, test, under twenty, it was just was right up. Yeah, my test has always been an actual <clears throat> power wheelie. Don't slip the clutch. Don't bounce the front end. Just give me power <clears throat> and see what happens to the front end. And on that bike, the Zero FX. With dirt, with dirty tires on it, with knobby tires, and also greasy tires, tires that are greasy, <laughs> greasy tires. We did get to the break. We broke some tires loose out here because the tires are fresh. 
Um, and that's a warning to people, remind you, if your tires are fresh and new, don't expect maximum performance out of them, you're going to end up on your ass. But the, I was blown away by, in the parking lot here, pure energy power wheelies with no effect, with no cheating whatsoever. No bounce, no slip, just crack the throttle and hold the fuck on. Because it also <laughs> wants to go 12 o'clock now. I had to back out of it several times out of just, I had too much energy. I had too much weight being carried vertical. Good job, guys. I mean, holy shit, they engineered this motorcycle for a dirt bike. That has a similar dirt bike experience to any CR250 dirt, you know, two-stroke I've ever ridden. Oh, yeah. yeah by yeah, far. Yeah, yeah. Um, it definitely has that same kind of enthusiastic launch that you ride a dirt bike for. So I, I can go out on a limb and yeah. say that. I don't think I'll ever buy another gasoline-powered bike. That's a powerful. You gonna go sell your Elsinore now? <laughs> that is. I mean, I have plenty of them, <clears throat> but that's such but an amazing. Statement. I think there's no reason. I mean, for distance, of course, you're gonna need something until they they right. fill in that gap. Our, our range charges still... or charging stations or whatever, but with a quick charge, mm -hmm. I think we were talking about that. If you have the quick charge. Mm -hmm. And you're using the maximum amount of charging on these bikes. You could go for 140 miles. You could throw the charger on. Four hours later, you can go. I think and the way it is right continue. now is, you know, yesterday, last night at 1030, when I finally got back here to the shop and got to celebrate our new toys, I turned the key on and it said distance till empty 155 miles. That was the range, 155 miles, and that was on the DS, the bike I chose to ride home. Now, obviously, that's 155 miles under optimal usage conditions. Now, I am not a hybrid driver. I don't know how to make an electric motor go the maximum distance. Now, and you, also, and you also to, to piss that. off everybody else on the road. Right. <laughs> so there's a big problem, and that is when you put the bike in sport mode, it's turning off the regenerative braking. You're just getting power, and you're coasting at zero. You're coasting at nothing. You're coasting at no form of energy coming or going. And once and, you put it in sport mode, you never want to take it off of oh, sport Jesus mode. Oh, sport yeah, mode that's... is so addictive. The So when I rode it home last night, uh, by the time I got back here to the shop this morning, so this is from the, my west side shop to my house and back, is 35 miles or so. I did a little hooning around last <clears> night in sport <throat> mode, doing wheelies up and down the street, chasing down stuff, and just having fun with it. But when I came back here today, I was at about 75 to, 70 to 75% when I brought it back. So... 35 miles cost me 25% of the battery. So just using a standard idiot's guide, I would say that if I did what I was doing and kept doing it and everything was linear, then I would say my 155 miles that would be optimum, the way I was riding it, which was mix of freeway and 50-mile-an-hour surface streets, well, 35-mile-an-hour surface streets, but I go beyond them, but that combination, I would have probably gotten around 100 to 125 miles range the way I ride. If right, and your cell phone easy. will tell you exactly how well, far. Well, that's the <laughs> other amazing thing. Yeah, we need to talk about that. Because these, with Moto Guzzi's and with some other motorcycles, you can pay an additional amount of money and get a Bluetooth transmitter in the bike that will give you a modified dashboard on your smartphone. On these bikes, you pay no extra amount of money. It's built in. 
What data stream is available to you on the device you're talking to right it's now? It's blue, Bluetooth. It's Bluetooth, right. Yeah. And if we turn one of those bikes on, we could read everything we want right now. And talk, we could. So let's just do it for the sake of argument so we can talk to the people about, through your smartphone, in an app that was free, we're going to tell you right now the parameters that Steve can get on his phone about the motorcycle that's parked away from him. And... This is kind of amazing because... You just can't be 30 or more feet away from the motorcycle. Well, I don't know about that because my Bluetooth headphones work in the garage when my iPhone's still in the house. Huh. So you, I, one of the things I thought was really cool about this is if you have your motorcycle plugged in and charging out in the garage, you can look at your phone and see how charged it is without actually going out to the garage and turning it on. It'll, it'll also tell you how long it takes until it's totally charged. Wow. So you could know... Uh, I'll be ready to leave here in 45 minutes so I can order a beer and I can have a sandwich. But in 45 minutes, I'm going to be ready to leave. Right. I don't need to stay here for two hours. I don't need to budget. Maybe this re- maybe this recharging stop is going to take 45 minutes. Maybe it's going to take two hours. We know how long it's going to take. Can you get it to text your phone and say, let's go? <laughs> well, well, the other good thing, too, is that you always have I'm a ready, technician with you. You have, your, you have online support. Mm-hmm. It gives you diagnostics on the bike. <clears throat> yep. It's, uh, it allows you to customize the dashboard on your phone. So if you, have, if you put your phone, if you're using your phone along with the, the, right. the dash that's on the, the bike itself, you could customize your phone right. to give you additional information on that what's going on. That the dash doesn't have. Yeah. You can pro- and that's what I really like about the dashboards on these. The dashboards, without the phone, the dashboard itself gives you obscene amounts of information. Not just trip meter one, trip meter two. It gives you your distance to empty. It gives you, you can set it for RPMs. Not that you'd ever need to know that with this bike, (laughs) but you can set it for RPM. You can set it all kinds of different ways, just the way the dashboard is right now. That's brilliant. The fact that it can give you your watt hours. Right there. Yeah. I like that it lets you fuck with your friends, you know, if you can get into their bike and reduce their top speed to like 40 miles an hour. Oh, four. Yeah. Hell yeah, four <laughs> miles an hour. He's like, well, I'm going to yeah. fuck with Phil and tweak his parameters. When he leaves here, he's not going to be able to go over 40. <laughs> Especially when he's doing a wheelie. Set right. Uh, <laughs> set and you've got, I've taken all your power away from you. But what's nice, too, is you can customize. You, you have set, you know, the eco mode. Tell them about that. So tell you them have, about. You have eco mode. Right. There's you have one sport bu- mode. You have one button on the right grip. Which allows you to select between the three different driving modes, which is Eco, Sport, and Custom. And on, uh, you can customize in the Custom mode. You can set all the parameters mm-hmm. exactly how you'd like. I mean, you can't go down to nothing. Can I go into the Eco mode and adjust the existing Eco map? I don't think you can. Okay, so I would have to just leave the Eco map the way it is. because, And the reason I say this is the Eco map... Are they actually considered maps? Well, I'm calling it a map. Okay. I'm calling it it's a map. It's pretty much... <clears throat> I guess that's nomenclature that our mapping. people I mean, it's like... It's mapping. You map out, uh, right. like, the way your fuel delivery in an in a internal combustion <clears throat> engine, but this is mapping out, like, your torque curve, yeah. your regen curve, your... Uh, in the eco mode on the DS, it restricts the bike to 70 miles an hour. And it changes a lot of other things as well. But what I... When I was riding the bike last night, I found that for me... I know maybe this is me deviating from the rules of eco mode, but I would have felt better if the bike would have literally been able to go 75. Because <laughs> at 75, I can be center lane or left lane. At 70, I'm really kind of right lane. You know, 
at 70 in eco mode. So that's good because that is going to make my battery last a hell of a lot longer. And maybe that's that tipping point where going from 70 miles per hour to 75 is where you're fucking, you're burning some juice, buddy. You know, so that's, uh, I did find the amazing ability of the bike. If you want to switch modes, you don't need to park the bike. You don't need to shut it off and turn it back on again like some motorcycles do. If you want to change modes on this thing, all you got to do is release the throttle. You release the throttle. Well, it seems like it's about two seconds you have to be coast. Off the two or three. I mean, literally, get off the throttle, start stabbing the fucking button. And you get off the throttle, stab the button, boom, eco, sport, custom. And then grip it and rip it. Because the second you grip it and rip it, as long as that <clears> display <throat> says sport... And you grip it and rip it. Dude, you're in sport. Yeah. Hold on. The world's coming at you much faster. That's what faster. happened every time I turn the throttle. I heard this noise. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Peter Griffin. Nah. These bikes completely change the whole term twist and go. It does. Oh, my God. Because, you know, it they does. talk about the CBT scooters, the automatic scooters. Like, hey, they're just twist and go. Nope. You, know <laughs> you have not felt twist and go and with yet. With the CVT transmission scooters, what it really is, it's twist <clears throat> Wait and for wait a while for the transmission to catch up to the motor. That's cool. And mm-hmm. what this is is twist, and you are instantly fucking going. Wait for you to catch up to the motor. You're waiting. For your, you're waiting <laughs> for your arms to recoil and your yeah. eyeballs to go back in. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's really, really epic. I mean, <clears throat> I feel like we are present for the moment that internal combustion engines just became completely obsolete because yeah because think about think about the number of moving parts the number of moving parts in any internal combustion engine compared to the number of moving parts in this thing oh it's hilarious and think about i don't ever need to change the oil i don't ever need to adjust the valves i don't ever need to clean the carburetor there's no gear fluid i there's no gear fluid hey wait a minute as one of the technicians sitting here at the table. I don't know if I like that. Well, that's true, and that's a really that's a really fucking serious thing, <laughs> because based on everything we've read, okay, maybe I'll need to put a new tire on it when the tires wear <clears> out. <throat> that's a fact. We're gonna have to put tires on it because it is a tire-based tire based. We have to change the fluid in the shocks. Tires brakes bearings. Right? I mean, in but the how often is that? But not very right, often. Right. But I mean, if you're and doing it fluid, right, yeah, yeah, brake fluid, and okay. But then if you blow a motor, right. For some reason. I don't even have to get my hands dirty. No, if you, you blow a motor, they're not going to let you back in the store. Right? <laughs> That's just what happens. It's like when you blow a seal. They don't ask once. you back to the aquarium. <laughs> We're not going you know? back in the zoo ever again. Okay, so now the maintenance of the vehicle has been reduced to almost nothing. I mean, <clears throat> realistically, let's just say for the sake of argument, you ride this bike like you're supposed to ride it. Because it's not an internal combustion engine, everything is cleaner. The only thing you have to worry about is road grit, road dirt, road grime. There's no... No oil weeping. There's no, no oil weeping. Nothing. There's no smoke from the internal combustion engine. There's no gasoline or gasoline vapors anywhere around this thing, which we all sitting here know what gasoline and oil petroleum vapors do to all the rubber parts of your motorcycle. But will your electrons degrade over the winter? <laughs> <laughs> Got to put in my summer electrons. Yeah, you're going to have to put it on a battery tender. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I'm just kind of like, I'm just kind of digesting how different your life will be as a motorcycle owner compared to a gasoline motorcycle owner, an uh, internal combustion engine owner. Because, one, I, I got to say that I fucking loved this morning when I went out into my garage and I opened my garage door and I pulled my bike back, I turned the key on, and I left my driveway at zero decibels 
<laughs> wow, holy shit. And my drive to work was much less stressful, and I was more aware of my environment and my elements. <clears throat> and the favorite thing was, I, you know, Lake Road is beset with road crews right now, and it's summertime. That means Ohio's doing road construction on any piece of pavement wider yeah. than six inches. Orange barrels. <laughs> right. And sewers everywhere. And sewers every fucking where. Dustin's Where are they getting all money? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's yours, thanks. It's your money. That's your money. That's, That's yeah. my money. That's his money. It's our money. We're doing all these projects. Isn't it nice that we're financing all these amazing projects? But I went past a road crew today. I'd be pissed if I paid taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I went past a road crew today, and you know the guy holding the sign? He saw me. I was wearing my helmet. I'm, I'm wearing my gear, coming into work. And he saw the bike, and when I rolled past him, that dude did not do a double take. He did a series of perpetual takes, waiting to hear the sound of the bike. And there was none. And I mean, I got past him in a hurry. So (laughs) there's that thing, is that when I pulled up to you this morning, I was coming off the freeway, and you were in your Volvo. Mm -hmm. And I realized that I just arrived at a stoplight, coming off of a 100-mile-an-hour run at a stoplight, and the bike made no noise. There was just no sound. Know, I like silence. I mean, all my bikes are quiet. as quiet as it can be. Right. And now... Steve's putting mufflers on his muffler. Yeah. Yeah. And now, this bike is actually a dream. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, and you like smooth, too. Smooth. So for you, the fact... Smooth this bike, and quiet. Yeah. Just like his ladies. Well, <laughs> I mean, if your idea of motorcycles is that reduction of stress... This is reduction of stress. This is crazy reduction of stress because it's never shifting. You know, the DCT, we, last week we talked about the, the CTX with a dual-clutch transmission. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that that bike is supposed to also be stress-free because it's automatically shifting gears for you. What I didn't like about it was it was shifting, gears, shifting gears without my permission. <laughs> it was always changing gears when it wanted to with no concern for when I wanted to. But it's also very uh, abrupt, too. Mm-hmm. And so, it's it, to me, that is it's a very, very stressful bike for yeah. me to ride because it's always ka-chink. ka-chink. And when, I'm, ka-chink. when I've got my front brake on and I'm set up in a turn and I'm, <clears> I've am i got myself... Is it? <laughs> no, he put a cut, cut in front of the chink. Ka-chink. Uh, when I've set up in the turn and it's a seven, you know it's a thirty-five mile an hour turn and I'm going seventy miles an hour, so I'm approaching my turn the way I like to approach the turn and I've got my front brake on and I've got the bike set up correctly, and then halfway through the fucking turn, the bike decides to drop a gear. Well, if I was on my controlled bike where I am in charge of what's happening, I wouldn't be dropping a gear at that moment halfway through the turn, <laughs> upsetting my suspension. That's a bullshit move, and it could be a dangerous move. Mm-hmm. Uh, this bike will never upset you in a turn because it's always in a gear. It's always in the perfect gear. It no, it's always in the gear. It's always it's in, in the, the gear. gear. Yeah, it's the in gear. The gear. The gear. Right, and it doesn't matter what part of the RPM range you're in. Like we say, the RPM, the tack doesn't matter because no matter where you are, twisting the throttle will give you the exact same delivery of power every single fucking time, whether you're at 25 miles an hour or at 45 miles an hour. The delivery of power is what you expect it to be. That's fucking amazing. I think, though, that they're going to have to modify the torque curves mm-hmm. for a more natural hmm. uh, use of power. I mean, it's 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 very... Could it just be in the wrist? Could it just be it in could the be, throttle? I, and maybe it's just right. your memory, like your um, 
like yeah, muscle re- memory. Relearn to ride. Oh, I've already relearned, yeah, relearned to ride. I've already learned that on these motorcycles, I do not give throttle modification the same way. My brain, you know, I ride sidecar rigs. I ride different bikes, customers' bikes, all the time that are weird and different. So I have to pick that up. I have to pick up those differences as quickly as possible so I can ride. So, like today, I can come off of a Hayabusa, which, you know, today Dustin put tires on a Hayabusa. But I got to go test ride it. So I got off of a Hayabusa, you know, which is a certain experience. And then I got onto a Vulcan 500 Shadow Twin that I swear to God was not running on the right cylinder. Well, there's a totally different throttle input scenario there, right? <laughs> Certainly. Yeah. And on this bike, yeah, you do creep up on it a little bit because, boy, when you go full howdy on this fucker, when you go and. On the Busa? No, on this. Oh. But on the Busa, too. You know, when I took the Busa out for a test ride, and it's a it's a racked up, fucked up Busa. It's like literally stitched together with zip ties. Yeah. Uh, it's and the Franken Busa. And by the way, the guy the guy paid five grand for it. Mm. For a 2011 Busa that's been on the side of the road <clears> twice. <throat> like, this is this has seen both sides of the planet. Left side down, right mm. side down. Uh, five grand. I'm. We'll talk about that. But, but he likes it enough to pay to fix it. Right. Yeah, that's true. We could have had the same thrill buying one of these. Well, this would definitely hang with it on the sheer launch factor. So I really, like, the DS and the SR, which are the sport bike. The, the SR is a sport bike. I'm looking at that motorcycle right now, and its dimensions are very similar to a Ninja 600 or whatever. Um, that, to me, puts down the same footprint as my Buell M2 Cyclone did. You could compare it to a hundred other bikes. Said, that's what I said yesterday. It feels wow, just like this a Buell. Really feels like my M two S S whatever the orange one I had. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a cycle. And the ninety nine, yeah. I think it was yeah, a cyclone. cyclone. Yeah, M two. Yeah, or, uh, whatever. The but dimensions yeah, it, of it are the same. Very similar. similar. I like the weight distribution on these. They're very neutral. And I gotta say, the power delivery is amazing. And if you're looking for a sport bike replacement. It's hard to beat the Street Fighter handlebars and the very comfortable riding position. The pegs are right where you want them to be. Right. It's insanely comfortable to ride. It's, and the you know, quality of the components the low. It, it looks sport-like, yeah. but it gives you standard ergos. Ergos. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. But, but the quality of the components, the too, components is are unbelievable. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Looks I don't know how they though. sell it for that price. The suspension alone Pro is adjustable tires. every possible way you can adjust it. The fact that it's got Pirelli Rosa Corsa tires on it, Showa. you know, it's all top end. The suspension's all Showa. The brakes are beautiful and work really, really well. You uh, <coughs> talk towards the mic. I really, yeah. Well, I, I was getting wah, back. Wah. I was just looking at it. All right. Well, the thing is with the back brake. Yeah. You not only have braking. Right. You got regen. You have regen. Mm. Turning the fact that I have to slow down into free electricity. <laughs> you're punishing me by making me slow down, but by God, you're giving me free electricity. And what was so cool is I took it out one time, yeah. I went out, and I came back with the exact same amount of power right. in the battery. So that ride was free. But I'm sure it, it reduced some, <clears throat> Right. But, but it didn't reduce as much as you would without having the regen. It didn't so. reduce enough to change the gas gauge one no, it, yeah, it went out at 96%, came back at, at 96%. 96%. Does it only go into regenerative when you're on the brake, or is it when you're no, on it, the throttle? No, it, uh, it's, it's a 
it, once you let off the throttle, it goes into regen. I mean, it regens okay. off the That's throttle. That's the question. Yep. But when you That's engine braking. <clears throat> but the, there must be a potentiometer on the brake handle because it's uh, like as you squeeze. If you just put light pressure on the brake, it gives you more regen. And as you increase the pressure on the brake, it regens more and more. And the reason well, Steve is generating more power. Negative, yeah. Yeah, right. negative power. You're right. right, but it's yeah. not, I don't know if it's right. engaging. I don't think it's, I think, uh, like on all my hybrid cars, I have I have six hybrid cars now. Jeez. But with regen oh, on the hybrid car. Somebody needs an intervention. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you have your, literally your own fleet of hybrid cars. I love hybrid cars. I know. <clears throat> I, I just think they're the best thing. You're, but, the, you're the living proof. That for the price that some people would pay for a hybrid car, you own six of them. Yeah. But the braking works the same way. Right. And, but, but on a, uh, okay, so on just on the Prius, for example. Right. When you hit the brake slightly, mm -hmm. it regens, and then, then you have maybe a tra the travel of a, a quarter inch that allows you to increase your regen. To modulate your regen. To, to modulate your regen. Okay. But then once you go beyond that, Quarter then you're braking. Three, so then you're actually using gauges of the brakes. <clears throat> but yeah. also with your gas pedal, when you hit the gas, it engages the motor to go forward. Mm -hmm. But then if you just slightly touch the gas when you coast, it'll coast yeah. without regening, or it will not regen. Right. But it will also not use the motor to right. move you forward, so it just disengages everything. It's a true coast by giving it a tiny bit of pedal. Right, and that's mm -hmm. uh, that's something I wish. Right. These bikes would, I mean, that's something right. that they might think about doing in the future, right. so you'd have a true coast on the bike. Well, because I think it would in be sport nice for, mode, it's a true coast. Okay, it doesn't regen in sport right. mode. I, I didn't yeah. notice I, that. I was too busy. The yeah. reason Steve can say this is, I need to call attention to the fact that the reason Steve can say this is on the goddamn dashboard, there's a bar graph, an LCD bar graph, that tells you the level of regeneration and the level of torques. Right, which it gives is you amazing. amount of power you're using, and it gives you the and Gazinta and the Gazauda. Right, fucking great, man! Like this dashboard is a nerd's <clears throat> wet dream, because you have got all the data that you would get out of a system of bells and gauges and levers that would make the fucking you know Enterprise aircraft carrier jealous. You get all that information in a little area four inches wide and three right. inches high. The only thing that would make it better is if it was like a heads-up display. Oh, I mean, heads-up you know, like in your helmet or something. Yeah, well, so, you know. I mean, but that's coming. Just where I mean, That's very hey, close. Hey, Steve, tell your phone to send that data to your Google Glasses <laughs> and wear your Google Glasses while you're riding the bike. No, I just wear those VR things. It's a VR thing. <laughs> because, you know, when you're in reality, you need right. virtual reality. Right. There's nothing better than reality, except maybe augmented reality. The, the other thing that I really, like... Now we're going to we're going to talk about stupid human tricks. <laughs> what we learned was on the uh, FX, the dirt bike. The dirt bike has two battery boxes. They that, call it the Stealth Fighter. The Stealth Fighter, and I like the name, by the way. I'm kind of okay with that. The dirt bike, the FX, and the FX S, which is the Super <clears throat> Mo version of it. They have. Two battery boxes that are completely um, twins. They're twins. They're identical. And you can flip the front to the back and the back to the front. And then we discovered the cool thing is 
for racing purposes, when you don't need to carry around 80 miles of range, because you're just going to be racing, or 90 miles of range, you can actually remove either one of those batteries, which removes like 30 pounds of weight from your bike. If you can make your bike 30, 35 pounds lighter, that's a cool thing, especially if you're not going to be out for a long time and need the range. They give you, for free, it's built into the bike, they give you a plug that you plug into whichever bay you're not using to eliminate the other battery. To eliminate the need for the other battery. To bridge the, the bridge To bridge the context, right. Yeah. Everything on your gauge works exactly the same, and Steve found out that on his cell phone app, it tells him that it only has one battery in it. Fucking cool, man. Then you can have the other battery out charging while you're playing with battery number one, or whatever you want to do. But what we learned is, when you put the bike in sport mode and you have only one battery in it, You've now made the front of the bike 35 pounds lighter, and now it wheelies like a fucking... I mean, <laughs> like we said in the podcast before, <laughs> an orangutan has the strength of seven men, and a retard has the strength of five men. So if you ever run into a retarded orangutan, you just fuck. die. <clears throat> and that's what this is. Like, I've, <laughs> like it wheelies like a monster. <laughs> this bike is it's a, a retarded, retarded orangutan. Right yeah, it is. It's... Fuck and that's and, and you know we take a battery out. Right turn, Clyde. <laughs> yeah, I love it. That's really fucking cool. Like that level of like being able to dig with the bike a little bit and make your changes. That's that's kind of cool. And that's the cheapest bike they sell. That's not the most expensive bike. That's the cheapest. But it's bike the they most sell. fun. <laughs> I think everybody in this room agrees that the FX, for sheer giggle factor, because it's lightweight. And because the torque is, I mean, we're going to take one minute and we're going to get nerdy and we're going to read you the specs. Now, if you don't like specs, if you're not a nerd, you can tune out. So Go get Steve, a beer, make a sandwich. Yeah, make a beer, yeah, make a beer yeah. get a sandwich. <laughs> Steve, what's Fuck the torque on the FX bike? 70 foot-pounds. 70 foot-pounds. I'm sorry, pound-feet. Is that the FX? This one? I like foot-pounds better. <clears throat> but it's I technically it's pounds-feet. Pounds. I know. Foot's but no, foot-pounds sounds it's better. Pounds-feet. Yeah. But, okay. <laughs> so at least, zero, you know, I like zero even better now because they listed as foot-pounds. Right. <clears throat> so there. I always say foot-pounds. <laughs> right. So, okay, so now the SR. The SR has 106. Foot-pounds. Foot-pounds. <laughs> foot-pounds. I was going to say pound-feet. Pound-feet. To be correct, but. Okay. <laughs> so... And the DS is the same, right? The DS has, yeah, no, it's, that one actually has less horsepower. Or less, 68. Less, uh, yeah, 68. Is that 68 foot-pounds in the DS? Yes. And what about the DSR? 106. 106. So that's why, that shows you right there yep. why the FX is so much fun, because it has more torque. It has more, more torque and a lighter package right. with, with far more torques. So that's their most economical. And... That's, it's almost uh, it's almost two hundred pounds lighter. Yeah, it's almost two hundred pounds lighter. And when you get a lighter product, you get a lighter bike with similar foot pounds of torque. Holy shit! Well, then a DS. I'm sorry, that was two hundred pounds lighter than DS, which is similar. Right. I mean, yeah. and you know, I researched this. Yeah. As I research everything. Oh yeah. And I was <laughs> hell bent on getting a DS mm-hmm. because yeah, of all the factors involved in it. But after riding the FX, the FX, the FX is is hobbled by short range. You know what? But if you can figure out your life to make the short range or the shorter range, I should say, 
If you can figure out a way to make your shorter range work, what's the range on the FX? Mm. Well, unfortunately, it's horrible with... It's only 35 miles at freeway speed. And that's and that's another thing where we got to talk about. And that's with the... Uh, Do not... 6.5. Let, yeah, that's the big one. That's the yeah, don't even one. bother yeah, with the smaller one, yeah. stuff. No. Um, here's then, what we're going to say. This is where electrics... The, the weak suit, the absolute fall on your face. If you ever want to fuck up a guy who likes electric motorcycles, all you got to say is, yeah, but in a car, your freeway mileage is better than your city mileage. In an uh, electric motorcycle, your freeway mileage sucks compared to your city mileage because you have no regenerating braking happening on the freeway. Well, the same with a, right. a hybrid. A hybrid. You right. usually get better fuel economy because yeah. you are in the city than you do in the. You can't the benefit from regenerative braking. That's not happening. Period. So if you're going to take this bike out and you're going to do what I like to do, which is wring its neck from Cleveland to Mentor at 95 miles an hour or so, you're you're going to be charging that fucker up when you get there. Like you're going to be plugging it in, but. How hard is it to plug it in? And does it cost me money, other than the power company, to plug it in? No, because these batteries now have a five-year fucking guarantee. Well, the phone told me. Yeah. <laughs> Since that's all I listen to now. <clears throat> that with all the fun that we've had mm-hmm. on that on that FX night, yeah. everybody rode it. Yeah. Everybody had fun. Yeah. We had a blast on it. Yeah. It cost us nine cents. Oh my God! Because <laughs> really? it, tra- it keeps track of how much you're, you know, what it is per kilowatt hour, and how okay. many kilowatt hours you use. It costs us nine cents Screw to have all that, that fun. Wow. I'm gonna close Joggle Lake Amusement Park. We're gonna go in and buy it cheap. We're gonna buy a hundred of these things, right? <laughs> and for nine cents cost, plus the cost of the vehicle, I'm gonna charge you. Would you have paid ten dollars for the amount of fun you had? I certainly yeah, have. Sure, I yeah. paid ten dollars for a quarter of a lap dance. <laughs> this was a way quarter? more fun than a forty dollar lap. Was dance. it just a leg? Or no, you know what I'm saying. Like a lap dance is going to cost you twenty or forty bucks, depending on where you go. And the lap dance oh, is I must over. Go to really cheap places. Now. <laughs> the lap dance is over in a song, for fuck's sake. And this lasted way longer than a song. And cost nine cents for all of us to get a lap dance. And everyone got boners. Everyone got boners. <laughs> and nobody has to make an excuse about why yeah. their penis smells funny or why their body smells like baby powder and why they're sparkling. <laughs> yeah. No, honey, I didn't go to the strip club. Glitter. Why are you glistening? And why do you smell like love's baby soft? Uh, it's a funny thing. I ran into these fairies tonight. <laughs> I, got, I got glitter bombs. I got glitter bombs. It's a thing. Look it up it on YouTube. Thing. It, it happens all the time in San Francisco, maybe. <clears throat> well, I got <clears throat> glitter. I was in the middle of a. And by fairies, I didn't mean gay people. I meant like actual fairies. They have wings and shit. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't yeah. making a gay. Well, speaking of glitter bombs, yeah, I hear they wear hey, boots. Cam, I drank all your rolling rock. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Cam, drank all your rolling rock. Cam likes to glitter bomb his own. So seriously, the app. The app has told us that all the riding that we did on that motorcycle was nine cents. Wow, nine cents. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do some really shitty math right now. So my shitty math is this: I turn the bike on. I see that our chargeometer is at sixty percent, which I don't know what it was when it started. One hundred percent, it was okay. Because yeah. what I near as I can tell, one hundred percent. So the was... point is, if and I did my own math without the app, and I discovered according to my math. 
that to completely drain the battery, based on what we pay for kilowatt hour in Lorain County, to completely drain the battery on the DS would cost me 27 cents. They give typical cost of recharge in the, yeah. the brochure. Yeah. They're, they're shooting a little high. Oh, no, no, no. No, you're right. I mean, Actually, for the FX, it says typical cost of recharge, 73 cents. For, 73 for cents. For the entire For length. the entire charge. Because I figured <clears throat> out that my ride, the, my, my ride home from work last night, my ride to work today, and the dicking around I did at the shop was about 27 cents. So if I took my truck, mm-hmm. oh God. it would oh my cost God. me. Oh, my God. Right now, today yeah. I paid two ninety nine for premium. Right. <coughs> so it would have cost me uh, $7.5 mm-hmm. to go from my house to work right. and back, whatever. Right. Yeah. And it would have cost me so, $0.73. Cents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm paying about roughly $10 a day to drive my car to sure. from Mentor. Exactly. So if you use this thing for a year... I mean, well, around here nine months. Like you could ride about nine months. I'm going to say that if you live, God, if you were lucky enough to live in a place where you could ride it to work, and let's just say for the sake of argument, you you took it to work 200 times, and you saved ten dollars a day. That's two thousand dollars. That is money that you have to spend on other things. Lord knows you're not spending it on maintenance. And in five years, right, ten thousand dollars. That pays for bike the bike. Is free. The bike is free. And the, the battery pack and on that got, FX is rated for... you've got a lot of lap dances out of that. 185,000 <laughs> miles. Right, 185,000 miles. All you're doing is buying some tires every now and then. I'm telling you, I do feel like we are present for the death of the internal combustion engine. They just, they haven't heard it yet. You know? Uh, I can't... I, you I, know, CVTs, I, I must say that, that this bike... Mm-hmm. I mean, not to bring up the mana, but the mana. Please do, yeah. The the best, the, the big biggest difference that I see between a CVT right. and this bike, yeah, is that your maximum torque. You don't have that lag. Right. Bring like like the mana takes a little bit to get up to speed. Of course it does. Yeah. And one step to speed, this bike and that bike are s- similar. Well, with the CVT, here's is a great argument. So let's just say, for the sake of practicality. We know that, I mean, there's a guy right now who's doing it, and I'll put a, we'll put a link to a fellow who's riding, literally riding a zero around the United States. Around, like all the exterior states. Hmm. On a zero, electric motorcycle. He's proving that you can ride long distances on this bike. And I'm sure it's taking quite a decent amount of logistics, and it's taking a lot of timing. Is it? Okay, cool. And uh, it took a sweet old time. I wonder what yeah. he's riding. I wonder what Mecklefresh is riding tonight. <laughs> the uh, already <laughs> forty-two minutes and Mecklefresh makes perfect. Norm. <clears throat> hey, Johnny Mac. Hey. Dude, we have been riding electric motorcycles, <laughs> and you need to try it. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Are you ready to try it? I'm ready to try. Can it. you pause that? I could. <laughs> Should we just wrap it up and let them ride it? I'll tell you what. Let's, I mean, we'll I let's mean, wrap it up I and then we'll talk about it next week or something. Yeah, let's wrap it up. We'll we'll finish what we're doing here. We'll just yeah, keep doing what we're doing, and then we'll let them ride it because you got to ride it. Seriously, John, there's nothing that any of us here can tell you right now that's going to prepare you 
for what's going to happen to your your face. Uh, what did you write over here? <laughs> Permagrin. Oh, uh, the CB1. Put that away, John. Oh, yeah. I don't want that to happen to his face. I actually have not been able to stop writing. <laughs> you have you've been enjoying the fuck out of that CB1, and I. So we were talking about. I did the first gear ambush on it last night. Oh, you did. Did they do another fucking route that's like left turn, right turn, two blocks, left turn, right turn, left? Basically, we have a group in Cleveland called we the, love, the Red Riders. We love the Red Riders. And we, we love, love them, them like fuck we love them because they are the only people that are putting together rides, they scheduled can organize rides. Something, yeah. They can organize it. The Red Riders Scooter Club is got the shit together. They really do. I wish I could have gone on that ride, but I was too busy getting a Harley Davidson last night. I know, right? And selling a Moto Guzzi. But, but... The last time I went on a ride with them, there were a couple of dudes on Harley Davidsons, a couple of guys on big giant star like 1900s and shit. And their ride was like up two blocks, over two blocks, up two blocks, over two blocks, up one block, over one block. And I didn't need anything other than first gear. And I happened to be riding that stupid fucking Yamaha Roadliner. Oh, God. (laughs) So I was riding a 1900cc motorcycle doing nothing but... Motorcycle Safety Foundation, impossible turns. First, second stop. First, second stop. Oh, my God. And, like, it's all right-hand turns with the curb under your right pipe. You know, so how tight can I make this turb without costing money so I can leave room? Because I pride myself on super tight turns. And so the other guy doesn't have to blow out his turn and go left to center. I started making it interesting by just seeing how tight I could get to the car's part. Like, how I could ride as far to the right. Yeah, but like with that CB1, you now. get through first, second, and third before you're even 25 <clears throat> yeah, mile an hour. Exactly. I, I got out of first. But I think I honestly think that the Red Riders, 44 horsepower, the Red Riders make their routes to punish people who aren't on scooters. Jennifer actually said, "I want to get a bike, so maybe I think we got to get those guys on motorcycles. Like, oh yeah, get them some CB350s or something. Yeah, like get that. them all fucking TU250s. Yeah, yeah, they all love that shit. You know." Mm-hmm. That's the gateway. And the scooter's the gateway vehicle, and then they get a TU two fifty or something, and then they're like happy as fuck. Well, we had a great time. You know what? Fuck it. Give them all K pipes. Nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, they probably put them all on K pipes. Well, the they'll have a blast. They're, they're on Stella. Stella's. I mean, like, oh, the Stella's Stella faster than K pipe. Stella will go. 50, <laughs> yeah, 50, Stella 50, is faster 50. than K pipe. <laughs> I'll, I'll say it. Stella's faster than the K-Pipe. At one point, I thought we were going to get on the highway, and I was like, oh, really? This ought to be interesting, but then that, that did not happen. Yeah, it's... So, thinking about these electrics, really what, I, what I've kind of come to grips with is, obviously, if you're going to ride 250 miles, if I'm leaving my house today, and the goal is <clears throat> that we're going to go to Cincinnati, then the electric is not going to work. Why? Because at some point in that course, we're going to have to stop motion, we're going to have to plug in, and we're going to have to charge for a number of hours. And that is going to eliminate my ability to get the part of the trip over. Like, you know, we go down to Kentucky. Yeah. We don't... We're going to ride Red River Gorge. Mm -hmm. We're not going to ride 71 Southbound. Exactly. We're just covering 71 Southbound as fast as we can to get to Red River Gorge. Now, the problem is... Once we're there... Once we're there, we're awesome. But the problem is getting there. And the electric motorcycle, the ones we have parked here right now, just cannot leave my driveway today and get to Cincinnati in 3.5 hours. I have the solution. Yeah. Pickup trucks. No. (laughs) Yeah, pickup trucks. Yeah, that works too. Tending trailers. You take the sidecar body off the Euro. And then you throw your generator 
on that, and then you have extension cords leading that Running every bike, and you have to run right around. So you basically have yeah. created a hybrid. Yeah. Right? You have a small generator oh, in your sidecar Lord. rig, and when you get to where the fun is, you leave the sidecar rig where you're parked you do pins, at the hotel room. So you can just unpin it. Right, unpin it. No, I'm saying as you're going down the freeway, you have that thing running, and well, you have course. everybody plugged in as you're going. Oh, you have all the people. <laughs> you have all the people oh, plugged in. Refueling. In-flight refueling. <laughs> yeah. Docking cable. With a 50-foot yeah. extension cord with a spring on it. Yeah. That won't ever be a problem. That'll never be a problem. I can see somebody being decapitated <laughs> on a fucking hey, 50-foot you know That almost cord. happened to me once. I was riding my R60. I'm waiting to see how much of the story resembles a generator on a sidecar with a 50-foot extension cord. Well, there was no generator and there was okay. no sidecar. One more beer, I'm ready to try it. But it was raining. I went to. I, I took my bike to City Hall. It started raining when I was at City Hall. Yeah. And I was coming back. I was riding up uh, Web Road. Web? I don't care. Oh, whatever it is. <laughs> I took the 95 to the, <laughs> to the 20. Well... I was coming up Web Road, and these guys were stringing cable across the road, and it was raining, and I'm and I was like, wait, 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 wait. they were stringing cable across the road to kill people, or was it just a bad use of manpower and equipment? I don't know why they were doing it. Were they utility trucks? There was like cable guys or something, and they had the cable strung across the road like this. And it but was I sagging out. I did not see it until oh I right God. like right when it was like ten feet from my face. Holy I saw it. shit! I. I tilted my head down, yeah. and the cable hit my helmet Fuck and went over my me. helmet. Oh, man. And it could have been very easily caught me in the neck. <clears throat> I had a parking I, barrier. Like, you know when you go to the, the city parking garages? Yeah. And the arms go up and down? Well, the motorcycle's not heavy enough to tell it that there's something coming through it. And uh-huh. they, they actually have a sign that says, no motorcycles in this garage, probably for this exact reason. <laughs> but I don't really see signs that tell me not to do things. So I went in the parking deck, and I got into the parking deck no problem, because I went in probably on the tailgate of the guy before me, and I didn't even bother to get a ticket, because I'm a fucking motorcycle. I'm not going to park at the spot. You piggybacked. That's, I piggybacked. That's the formal term. That's the correct term. I piggybacked the gate. And I got in. I went and enjoyed the band I went to see. You know, they call I got, it drafting. I drafted right in, man. And I left there, and I'd had a couple of drinks and stuff, so I admit I wasn't being super vigilant about my surroundings. And also, when a band lets out, there's like 5,000 people all trying to get out of the parking deck at the same time. And you're on a motorcycle, so you just fuck all those people. I was actually on a scooter at the time. And so I, you know, ziggy-zag, ziggy-zagged all the way to the gates. And of course, I saw my break in the traffic, and I was like, gates open, giddy up. And I giddied up. But the giddy up didn't happen as fast as the gate was coming down. Ooh, The gate hit me in the face of my helmet so hard. My whole head went back. My neck went back. The gate did not break. It's not one of those like styrofoam breakaway gates. It hit fucking hard, and I hand of God, dude. I went down and smite me. I went (laughs) onto the ground on my left ass cheek, my left shoulder, and the bike went out to the right. And so the bike was on the curb, like on the sidewalk. To videotape, it was it was awesome. It was before the days of video cameras being everywhere, and it hit me, and it was just like. And I went to the left, and the bike went to the right. And I got up, and I was like, it's okay, I got it. And, like, everybody was still pouring out of the Agora. Like, you know, they were all coming out. Thousands of people, and they got to spe- they got to witness this awesome thing <laughs> of the dude on the fucking orange scooter getting decapoed oh, from geez. the fucking thing. And, and I just, I, I just, in retrospect, it was all my fault. Yeah. You slunk away. I, I, I picked my scooter up, I kick-started it, and I left 
with my tail between my legs. <laughs> That's just a whole list of embarrassing things. It was a whole list of I embarrassing things. I picked my scooter up. I picked my I scooter up. I kick it. I kick-started it, and I drove away sadly. The only thing that saved me was the bike did start on the first kick. Yeah, after that big old spray. And I mean body damage, It's the little of course. things. Yeah, it was the little things. Well, I just was thinking, I was like, how many of my friends were coming out of that venue... And saw that whole thing happen. I think I got away clean. Nobody saw it at the moment. That's why I like full face helmets. At least yeah, nobody can make a it. little bit of anonymity. <laughs> no, I'm a scooter boy, so my jacket basically has my identity. Yeah, it's a thousand, a thousand patches. My address, phone <laughs> right. number. Oh. Those are all the rallies I went to. Yeah, so uh, so that's about that's about that. Um, you got my generator working. So we can take that to mid-Ohio. Nice. i got to put an air conditioner in the window of the bus, I We're guess. We're going to recharge up the electric bikes. We can do that, too. Maybe we'll you take better wear your freaking jock strap when you lift that thing up, though. Oh, boy. We yeah. have the handicap lift on the bus. Yeah. That's nice. That's exactly. Yeah, it is heavy. It's really heavy. And I think we will take an electric bike down to mid-Ohio. I think we'll take this one. We're going to take some... Why Dustin's got some CT-70s running. running. Yeah, a couple. And they're not running great, but they're running. They're so. running enough for mid-Ohio. It's not like we're taking them on the track. <clears throat> right. Fuck, that's yeah. like... There's an infinite number week of parts in Ohio for Is that them. next week? Yes. No. God damn. That's like, that's like <clears throat> one week from today. Well, Thursday night, um, Liza and Knock. We should drop this one fast. Yeah, okay. I'll get them done this week. We should yeah. drop this fast. Because Thursday night, Liza and Knock are coming up here from Motorcycles and Misfits. And then uh, Friday night, we're going down. I'm thinking maybe... We'll see how it works. I kind of... I kind of want them to see the AMA Motorcycle Museum in Pickerington, mm-hmm. but it also could fuck the day up. Cause it's, it's a lot like, to squeeze in. It's a lot to squeeze in. I think that you've done this before. When do you normally arrive with your RV? I Friday morning? used to get there <clears throat> Thursday night. I Can you still be... do that? Yeah. Okay. All right. Maybe Bruce we'll will be there Thursday night. Okay. Bruce well. said he's going to park his RV, park his trailer on one. Park his RV on do you think we could figure out where the Louvin Moto is going to do that fucking knockdown party again? The same place they've done it for the last five years. Yeah, so then we same can, same area. So you know they'll be there Thursday night. Where <clears> we <throat> typically have set up is like site nine ninety nine and one thousand, which nine ninety nine if you tip it over, it usually says six sixty six. That's dun, my, dun, that's dun. my spot. How, do you get the spot? I mean, we got. I have my RV pass, but there, it doesn't have a spot on. You don't ever register a number, so you could probably go there and yeah. take ten spots. Wow. As long as there's stuff on there, or you right. know, you do have a v, have to have a vehicle pass, but I've never seen anybody check anything like that. Yeah, because I mean, we have my RV. I mean, it's pass. not like you go back there and say I'm in 999, then you go back up to the office and right. say I'm in 999. Okay, never, never all right, happens. good to know. So we're just gonna pull in and go find those Luvin Moto <clears throat> assholes and like right yep. next to them. Yeah, because rather than yeah, because I mean. We don't want to be commuting again. Right. <laughs> I mean, that was fun. Driving the bus no. to the party. Where 999 is yeah. and where we are is along the fence, along <clears throat> the road. Okay. A, a little bit, just enough away from Louvin where when you go back, yeah. you could go back to sleep if you want. Really? Like, you, you can walk down to the end of the corner. But I almost want the convenience way. of having our house by Louvin party. Oh, well, yeah, by, by all means. We just can't let all was the crazy again? again. Was that the tent where they were doing burnouts yes. inside of it? Yes. Yeah. 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 Tons of fun. That was where the yeah. boobs and burnouts were. Yes. 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 So, so we, we need pick... to be near those. Okay. All right. So the <laughs> we're all in agreement. Consensus is that the yellow school bus will be close to Leuven Moto's awesome party. The uh, so yeah, we're gonna go down there. Uh, I was thinking, I was thinking we're gonna go to Porco Thursday night and then leave at the ass crack of dawn Friday morning Reasonable. to get down there. Just sleep at Porco. I would go. <laughs> sleep in the parking lot of Porco yeah. and just roll out. I'm sure the Louvin people will be there Thursday night. Well, I'm certain of it. And it'll probably be like the Louvin people and like the closest spots next to them yeah. will probably be 
Okay. Pretty well taken. All right. Well, yeah. you should be able to get pretty close to them. Mm-hmm. Well, then. That's good enough for me. Usually, yeah. when I, if I got down there, like Friday morning, early, early, yeah, it's still pretty wide open. Okay. All right. Good to know. Good to know. So, if you're thinking about coming down to Mid Ohio, or if, uh, if the podcast drops before Mid Ohio happens, all, all the better. The uh, yeah, that's cool, man. That's good. Well, let's wrap this fucker up. Because Johnny needs to ride him an electric bike. Yeah, we got to put Johnny an electric bike. So I'm going to do the wrap up uh, electric bike stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, there's no sound. Out. There's We're no just sound. all quiet. Buzz, 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 buzz,